Well, really, it's a production company, but it's run as a social enterprise, working with disadvantaged people. I suppose really where it comes in is it works with ex-offenders and offenders, youth offenders, and we have early intervention programmes working with youngsters from the age of 10 upwards. And when did it begin? 2012 is the company started off and it was born from an idea of a company that used to run here in Cambridge called Escape Artists which used to go into prisons and work with offenders in prisons doing drama workshops. They were a very good company and uh, sadly they went bankrupt round about the time that we started. So we devised to do the same thing but to use film rather than theatre. And while we was in Anglia Ruskin, there was a competition which is called The Big Pitch. So it's a start-up business and we put it as an idea forward. And well, that year we won it, you know, so that started us off. That gave us a little bit of funding to get off the ground. Why the name Hammer and Tong in particular? I think it justifies that we're all hard-working and that sort of thing, you know. You, when you go at something, Hammer and Tong, we just went at it. I don't think there was anything specific in it. And what would you say the goals of the organisation I suppose to help change people's lives in some way. If you have an offender who's obviously taken a route of crime, the idea is to try and find some way by getting to know them through film is to try and divert that. And how did you get involved with it? I was one of the founders, the founder members. As I said, it was through escape artists. I found what the work that they'd done working with offenders in prison, that there was a need for more of it. I had a brother myself who was in and out of prison for over 15 years and had various problems, you know, with his uh, drug taking. and But there never seemed to be anything for him, do you know what I mean? It was just lock him up and put him away, you know, whereas this organisation tried to do something, you know, try to change people's lives, and, and they did, and, and we carried that on. It's a very interesting subject about offenders, because a lot is made about what people do when they come out of prison. What happens tends to be quite divided. Sometimes people go back into the real world and do OK, sometimes people go back. Just how important is it to give prisoners something to work with and to give them something tangible like what you're offering? Actually, we, we was quite lucky at the beginning. It was a time of the government's new green paper on transforming rehabilitation of offenders. Obviously, it was a time when the country was more or less bankrupt. I think that's what brought it all up, really. But it was a transformation of the probation service, and we was part of that. We was invited up to be part of the consultation. And on that day, I remember being outside, and the, there was demonstrations from the probation service of fear of losing their jobs. And similar, when we sat around in the conference hall, there would be 30 tables with about 10 or 12 different people sitting around the tables, all from different organisations and probation service. And the consensus was that they was worried about the funding, worried about the jobs, whereas we put through the idea that what should happen is that we should have a network. You've got all these organisations working together for an offender, but you do not talk to each other. You do not share that information. So it's difficult when you've got an offender coming out of prison with his £4.50 or whatever it is, 40 I think it's 40 pound 50 pence at the time and there's nowhere for him to go you know you, we need to deal with them issues first before he comes out of prison so if he's got no home to go to we should find him somewhere in accommodation which will help try and find him a job before he comes out of prison and if he's got issues with drug and other issues with drink or anything like that we should have that as a network when he comes out of prison and we can deal with that and this is because up until that point it was just come out of prison and off they went with a suitcase so that was picked up on by the ministry of justice and we found that on one of the other consultations we went a few years later that our 
module has been adapted by a probation service. So that's quite pleasing. Definitely. I'm sure it was is the moment that you, you feel very happy about. But in terms of mindsets, I mean, we've kind of touched a little on this already. Just how difficult is it to break the mindset of somebody who's been in prison and wants to try and reintegrate? That's a, that's a big question, isn't it, really? I suppose the longer you're in prison, it's, it's difficult. You're, you're more institutionalised. So it, it's the shorter sentences that you got chances of t- turning people around or it could be a case you know somebody takes an interest in, in a youngster for the first time and it could be that you know you don't know what it is it makes them engage really but obviously there's something that sparks with us it's usually they're interested in film it might be music because if you've done music videos so we get them involved in their music and that could turn up. And I guess in some ways it's about finding something that people feel passionate about or want to get involved with or something that kind of gives them something to do and a purpose in life. Yes well that's the idea really behind it but it's much more than that you know as I said it's having a network you know and the support there that sometimes which hasn't been there in the past for an offender you know they've been in a vicious circle they've come out of prison and the first thing if they've got a heroin addict is that they want to score again and then they're back on that vicious circle and then they're back into prison it's breaking that circle you know it's trying to have someone to talk to have somebody to deal with it you know that, that probably helps them a lot more you know not not saying that it happens all the time it's a difficult path you know one of the things you also do is you work with young people as well people who've had perhaps a troubled backgrounds difficult starts in life just how important is it to invest in young people and to try and give them a chance of having a better life than what they've got we think it's big yeah that was one of our main desires really was to try and get there before or have you know i mean not all the youngsters we work with would go on that path but some of them may but it's a case of having somewhere or someone to talk to to try and change their mindset you know for instance we get a lot of children who've got anger issues and at school that gets them into trouble but with us we allow them to be angry you know we allow them to run around and be noisy. it's a way we can observe them but we do try and find ways for them to deal with their anger issues so we talk to them and uh, one in particular has got very very bad anger issues and said first day they came on the project she said I've got anger issues Eddie and uh, I flood the toilets when I get angry and I said well before you do that will you come and talk to me but you see she's got a great imagination she come up with a storyline which was um, the film was inside a painting so when I spoke to her I said look if you get angry why don't you write about it change it you know what I mean use your art or creativity to change your anger so write your anger down you know have a character which you can use maybe a big foot in the sky like Monty Python's splatter on a person or whatever you know but try and change it it's interesting because on your website you talk about some of the things that you do really and i think one of the things for example is if you encourage a child to live with encouragement it'll learn confidence and there's all sorts of things like that on the website just how true is that well it is i mean that's taken from a poem really but i think if you are trapped with condemnation and you're put down all your life you're unlikely to achieve and, and you know if you are abused you, you, these are the people who do end up in prison but if on the other hand you are brought up with praise encouragement and all the things you know that you do that helps build a confidence and it makes somebody stand up a bit more rather than if you're put down all the time as you've obviously done some great projects over the years as well what have been some of your highlights and successes well we've done some uh, music videos for a young rapper they were quite good they was good fun to do but i think the ones i I really like are uh, with the youngsters the ideas that they get like I said this latest one I mean for a young 10 year old to come up with the idea
idea for a film to be inside a painting put a challenge to us you know that's her creativity that's her world you know but I think it was great and I'm looking forward to see how that finishes of course it's always good to work with the youngsters I think where we really want to go and we're, we're on the footsteps of getting into the prisons now we've been asked up at Exeter and we've had meetings at Exeter prison to do a workshop there now they'll be interested because it's all in the classroom there's no locations so it's got to be character based and the idea is to do it like an old film black and white film like 12 angry men if you've ever heard of that one you know because it's all about the characters and then the latest one which is quite interesting and i had to ask practitioners if they would do it because he was asked to go into a psychiatric prison where they contacted us and said it they thought what we do would work well with some of their i suppose you could call them inmates or, or patients so yeah we're looking forward to that i think that would be challenging but interesting too i'm sure doing this sort of work opens your eyes as well and what kind of challenges would you say you face and have you overcome them? I suppose the biggest challenge is finding the funding, you know, because this sort of thing isn't cheap. And, yeah, it's a hard job, you know. For the first three years, we didn't get any funding because you've got to be around, I suppose, longevity for the funders to see that you're serious of what you're doing. So, yeah, I, I, it's always about the money. I'm sorry to put it to that, but... Yeah, that's the most challenging part. And what about the future? What's in the pipeline for Hammer and Tong Productions? As I said earlier, it's really looking to go into the prisons. I think once we cross that bridge, it will open up a lot more for us. Because obviously what it is, the hold-up in the prisons, it's not like a drama group or anything. We have to take camera equipment in and work with that. So that's a security issue. Once that's overcome, and what we say to the Ministry of Justice is they own the footage and we don't own anything, you know. So that's not something that we can take out of the prison or use for advertising or publicising. We could write about it, but we'd never be able to use the footage. Yeah, another thing, we held an event here in Anglia Ruskin and invited Ministry of Justice down and, and other organisations working with offenders to put forward an idea that well, it wasn't really my initial idea but it's an idea from America really on transforming prisons and it was the Arizona State Penitentiary and the idea that they had which was when they got an offender in, in custody is that they assess them you know so you're assessed for your needs if you've got drug problems alcohol problems if they need counselling things like that but what they did is they didn't put them all together they put them on separate wings and they had a work ethic so what they did was put the guys to work and they earned money building trucks or repairing trucks truck repairs so what i did was took that idea and presented it to the ministry of justice as if we had a prison like that here in england where we could assess our youngsters when they go into prisons for their needs and deal with it but my idea was to put forward a, an industrial industrial type complex where you built houses you know so factory built houses is what what i was trying to get to and that way they can learn the technology that goes with it because everything nowadays it's not building like the old days it's it's prefabricated it's built in the factory and and brought onto site and that way they get to learn and get a trade and also possibly get work outside i said but also what you have is a byproduct of what the work they do is that you've got this construction, but you've got a byproduct for the housing, so it's low cost housing. So we put that forward to the Ministry of Justice. I also put it forward to the Mayor of London and the Home Secretary, and it was 
only about three months ago, we heard the news that they've opened up a prison similar to what we've asked for. So they got a new prison opened up where they got the youngsters and they're being trained in the building industry. So it's a case of not taking credit for it, but just sowing a seed, you know, and that's possibly the best thing you can do, really, is sow a seed, sow an idea to the uh, people who've got the power to change it. We wish you very well with the project in the coming weeks, months and years. Ah, thank you. Thank you very much.